Hello, this is Josh Buck with the Buck on Business Podcast. Uh, flying solo today, last couple weeks, uh, we uh, kind of had more of the interview uh, style format. And today uh, we're back to uh, just me and uh, going to talk a little bit today about uh, reaching customers. I'm not going to get into any sort of depth here necessarily on you know methods of, of, of advertising. I'll talk a little bit about that here in the introduction and, and also at the, uh, at the outtake. But um, really kind of uh, talking about how do we go about reaching reaching our, our ideal customer? Who are we trying to reach? Uh, I think sometimes business owners go in and their ideal customer is everyone. And when your ideal customer is everyone or anyone, uh, you're essentially you end up with no customers. Uh, so how do we go about uh, determining you know, who is the customer that we're wanting to reach and how do we go about reaching them? And I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about that at a high level. Uh, a really good book uh, written here in the last, uh, I think, couple, three years called Story Brand. Uh, Donald Miller, I think, is the author of that book. And he talks a lot about a story in that particular uh, book. And I highly recommend it for any business owner, anybody out there who's trying to um, trying to reach a, a particular customer. I think it's a good resource uh, to go in and read. And no, I'm not being paid for this uh, for this um, advertisement. But uh, again, I'm going to mention the word story here a little bit. And it was uh, after kind of reading through that, I, I kind of really did implement it into a little bit into our into to a statement here that uh, kind of if we talk about an elevator pitch but what I use in my firm kind of as a single line and I'll give that here as we uh, as we work through this podcast I reflect back when I was in college and uh, kind of going through and this is back in the in the 90s and uh, kind of going through college and I remember having a, uh, a lady who was a teacher who um, uh, was actually uh, I think a chief marketing officer for uh, for Motorola back then. And of course, Motorola really kind of had the leg up in the cell phone market. And of course, well before smartphones. And, uh, you know, back then it was the StarTac, the little flip phone. And uh, cell phones were kind of going the opposite direction then as they are now. They were actually getting smaller. And and, uh, and I think the, the phone could hold, uh, you know, 30 phone numbers in it. And, and that was about the extent of it. And, uh, and so it was very, uh, for, uh, according to today's standards, very simple uh, problem product, but it was one that they saw a lot of success in. I remember in this, uh, in this, uh, in this class really kind of talking a lot about uh, reaching customers. I remember in the, in the retail space, uh, especially, it was, um, uh, it was always, you know, the, the three key words in, in marketing and advertising were location, location, location. That was kind of where the, the focus was at back then. Uh, think about uh, how people reach their customers. It was, you know, TV ads. It was billboards. It was yellow pages. I actually had here in the last week or two um, someone come into my office wanting to actually sell a spot in the local yellow pages. And uh, I kind of, I was, of course, very respectful. And, and uh, but I remember kind of walking back into my office and sitting down and thinking, who in the world picks up a yellow pages anymore? I know that I think one comes and gets put on my front porch every year and it kind of goes directly into the recycle bin. Uh, I don't need the yellow pages. Okay. I, I basically, if I need to find something, I, I use this thing, right? And I use a I use a cell phone. I pick it up and you know, and uh, if I'm in a certain area, you know, restaurants. If I'm if I'm at home and looking for something specific, I just type it into my Google, and uh, into into Google or Bing or whatever I happen to use, and uh, or I ask Siri or Alexa, right? And they and they tell me. Um, so some of these uh, traditional advertising type ways are have have gone away. Um, you know, maybe coupons. You know, kind of you know, coupons was a big thing, and I guess it's used a little bit now, but uh, reaches customers in a little bit different way. Uh, newspaper advertisements, etc. Uh, 
but of course, things have changed dramatically. Of course, now uh, you know you, everybody's focused on you know SEO and and SMS and you know buying list and and uh, social media, especially and, and finding different ways to um, uh, to reach their customer. And I sit in masterminds. I, I I'm on mastermind calls quite frequently, and it's always these talks about you know how am I finding my customer. And, uh, and it's kind of one of those things that I think as a business owner, we need to take a step back sometimes and try to determine uh, what is my messaging and how am I reaching my customer? And is my messaging one that I'm trying to get across or is my messaging one that my, uh, that's going to fit the, uh, my ideal customer? Uh, this is assuming I know what my ideal customer is. And uh, for um, and I, I own an accounting firm as well as a couple other businesses, but in the accounting firm, which is my core bread and butter, it's, it's one of those things we are very, very clear on our avatar. We know exactly who it is that we want to work with. We know exactly who it is that we will either refer away or simply tell them no. Very, very focused on what we do and what we do well and, and how we know uh, and, the, and the client that we know that we can bring the most value. If you're outside of that, uh, we're probably not going to uh, bring you the best value. Now, I'll, I'll give you a specific illustration uh, on that here in just a moment. But foundationally, in order for a business to succeed in the long term, it has to deliver to the customer what they want, okay, uh, to either help them tell their story or add value to their story. Okay, so everyone, uh, when they go through and they have an experience shopping, buying, whatever it is, uh, they, uh, there's an emotion that gets attached to it. And that emotion either helps add to their story or it takes away from, uh, from how they feel. Nobody wants to do business with someone uh, that, uh, that they feel less about themselves or they uh, simply didn't feel like there was value brought to them. So uh, in, in my accounting firm, and I'll, I'll kind of give you what our little blurb is here that we, uh, that, that we, uh, that we use, but in, in, our, in my accounting firm, uh, what we have as our goal is to be able to serve uh, clients by helping them develop and understand their financial story in a holistic manner. So when someone comes to work with us, our, our, our idea is not just to do a tax return, not just to generate financial statements, uh, but to be able to consult with them and help them understand uh, what's going on in their business and to, uh, for them to be able to tell the story or understand the story of what's going on in their business. And that story uh, will, uh, will help bring value or align with their core values and whatever personal story. So to be able to use their business to reach their own personal goals as well. And we have a method and a process that we go about doing that. Uh, but, our, but our idea is to be able to help that client tell the story of their business uh, through their finances. Uh, they go through and they look at a tax return. They look at financial statements. They just look at spreadsheets. They look at this. They don't, many times don't fully understand what is going on in their business. It's just a bunch of numbers. And, uh, and so we really try to go about helping them tell their story uh, as it relates to uh, in, in the world of their finances in their business. Think about your, your customer experience. Uh, Walmart, if anyone, uh, anyone who knows uh, me, and I've, I've referred to this uh, a number of times in, in past podcasts, but anyone who knows me, if, you, uh, if they know that my least favorite place on the planet to shop, I think, uh, I haven't shopped everywhere, but uh, one of my least favorite, or if not my least favorite place to go is Walmart. Now, I have to go to Walmart on occasion. My, uh, my wife, she has a, uh, a, a um, clothing alterations business. And, uh, and it's kind of one of those things that Walmart is the only place that she can get these ticket books. Okay, so she has to go there to get them. So we end up going there every, you know, six weeks or so. And we, complete, we buy out the inventory of their ticket books. But I know when I go into Walmart, I know a couple things. First of all, the place is not going to look all that great. Number two, I know that uh, in all probability when I go and I grab my cart that only three of the four wheels are going to work. 
I know that I'm probably going to get frustrated, that the people in there frustrate me. I know there's going to be no customer service. I know when I go to check out that I either have to do it myself or I'm going to wait in line because they only have one register open with an actual person in it. And I know last time we went in there, you know, we bought one of those things with the security things on it, but good luck finding anyone to take it off or open the cabinet to get what you want. Okay, so if you actually get it, then you have to go up to the counter, and, uh, and you can't do this in a self-service, so you have to wait in the self-service line. And the person that, of course, is working in the self-service line is, um, you know, about the slowest person that's ever worked a cash register. It's just a frustrating experience. Uh, so before I even think about, and I hear the words, that, you know, Josh, we, we need to go to Walmart, we need to get this, this, and this, immediately um, I, my emotions go negative. Okay, it is a bad experience. It's a negative experience. Okay, so what is the only value that they bring is the fact that they sell these particular ticket books that we have to have for our business. That is the only reason we go into that store. I would rather pay twice as much, go someplace else to get the same thing because I don't want to feel that emotion. Okay, and, uh, and so uh, think about the emotion that you're bringing to that client because guess what? That's going to help them tell their story. If uh, when I go and, and I go there and my and I feel bad about myself, I'm I have a negative experience. This type of thing. Guess what? Uh, you know, I'm it's I'm not going to want to go back there. And I guess what? I don't go there uh, and, uh, and unless I absolutely have to. Now there's a lot of people out there that love Walmart. They are value shoppers. They don't mind paying less money and they feel better about themselves because they got a good deal. Okay, but that's not me. A different uh, type of a client. You have to know that when you're going to try to reach your customer. Because that is going to be uh, how you're going to uh, go about making your decisions as it relates to how you structure your business, how you uh, go about your customer service, as well as how you're going to um, your, your marketing efforts. Okay, so how are you going to reach uh, uh, reach your customer? Okay, um, we think of uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Now, I'm a, I'm a Starbucks guy. I prefer Starbucks, and, and I, uh, I, I'm not on social media a whole lot. Occasionally, when getting these coffee discussions, I kind of enjoy uh, kind of ribbing a little bit at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not a fan of their coffee, really. Uh, their food is just marginal. Uh, but when I go into a Dunkin' Donut, once again, I don't have this, like, good emotional experience when I walk into a Dunkin' Donut. I know I'm going to get a very average cup of coffee. I know I'm going to get very average customer service, and the food is going to be average to below average. It's just an okay experience okay I get coffee because I need the caffeine I get food because I need food in my stomach that's it okay I'm not excited about the experience I'm not happy about the experience it's just there to serve a very basic need that I have of coffee and food okay now uh, in the alternative I prefer Starbucks now is Starbucks coffee better I mean I have a I have a, a really good friend that, uh, that actually owns a, a coffee shop and he talks about how Starbucks has below grade coffee beans and all this other stuff guess what I don't care I happen to like the coffee and even more so I like the experience I walk into a Starbucks and, and for some reason and maybe I'm a little bit sick in the head I just kind of feel a little bit better about myself with a Starbucks coffee uh, cup in my hand uh, than I do with a uh, with a Dunkin cup in my hand uh, one of the best business business books I ever read and uh, for, for myself was when I went through and read Howard Schultz uh, uh, book on how he goes about and, and how he went about operating his business things called from the ground up or something something like that phenomenal book one of my favorite business books I've read in recent years and I really kind of connected with uh, with uh, uh, with the way that he ran his business and I really liked that and I kind of walk into a, I walk into a I walk into a Starbucks, and guess what? I have a positive emotion. And, uh, and, and you know what? That kind of feeds the story. It's kind of something that, you know, it provides an emotion. It, it, they, they tell their story well. Uh, you walk in there, you know, their coffee may be below, below average. I don't know. To me, it tastes phenomenal. I really like strong, slightly burnt-flavored coffee. 
okay? Just what I happen to prefer. And, um, and, and they provide that for me. And uh, their, their food offerings, I think, are, are varied, and I, th- I think it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely better than, uh, than some of their competition. Okay, so once again, uh, understanding who is your customer, and I, I don't know if Dunkin' and Starbucks necessarily trying to reach the same customer. Maybe they are. Um, you know, I, I really don't know. But all I know is a consumer, I have a different experience. So think about this in your business. What is the experience? How are you, how is your customer, uh, how are you wanting your customer to feel? Now, this is going to look a lot different uh, if we're in a transactional business versus if you're in a service business. Okay, and uh, if um, if we're in a uh, if we're in a transactional business, all we care about is just selling that customer something. Walmart, all they care about is just selling you something. They're not as concerned about the customer experience. If they were, they would actually have people in the cash registers. Okay, um, and uh, they but they don't value the client experience as high. But they purposefully do that. And right now in this economy, you know, it's difficult finding people. That's probably part of it. But uh, I think uh, also it's uh, just the fact that, um, they, uh, that they don't have to pay the, uh, as many employees. They can keep the prices low, and that's what the customers uh, are looking for is low-value, uh, uh, lower-value good to moderate-value good for a low price. Okay? But if we're, if we're in a business of really wanting to um, uh, provide a service uh, that is one that's going to truly bring value to a client, that's going to be based on uh, truly on relationships. Okay, and uh, I think about uh, as mentioned before, I own an accounting firm. We are H&R Block is not my competitor, okay, at all. And uh, if you're if you're simply just looking to get your taxes done, okay, and all you want to do is just to get your taxes done, uh, check mark the box, get your compliance piece done, uh, get your refund, whatever the case may be, and just move on. It's like going and getting a haircut to you. Then um, uh, then H&R Block is the place you go. Uh, it, but that's not what we do. Okay, we, uh, in my accounting firm, I'm not looking for that type of a client. Okay, matter of fact, over the last couple of years, we stopped, for the most part, taking on personal clients altogether. You know why? Because that's a distraction to us. I don't want to compete in that market. That is a, that's, uh, that's essentially red ocean uh, for me. Okay, but uh, for, for us, we kind of understand that, you know what, we want to build a relationship with our client. So the ideal client for us is someone who's come in, they're looking for the strategy. They're looking for uh, being able to understand what's going on in their business and in their personal life as it relates to their, to their finances, to their taxes. How do, these, how do they interact? And uh, how, do, how do they uh, go about building their business? Uh, how do they go about uh, reaching their definitive goals? And we have those conversations. Yeah, when you get on tax strategy calls with me or quarterly financial calls with me, uh, one of the questions I'm always going to ask is, you know, what, what are your goals? Where are we trying to go? Where are we trying to uh, um, uh, direct this ship? A lodestar is the name of my accounting firm. Uh, the idea of kind of this North Star, this compass uh, that, uh, that, we're, that we're, we're moving toward. Okay, and, and, and the direction that we're trying to go. And that's, what, that's the customer they're working for. And I want them to have that experience, to, 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 to be able to have the experience that someone cares and wants them to help them tell their story. So we build relationships. Now, guess what? We do very, very little traditional advertising, almost zero. Okay, uh, because guess what? Clients like the experience and they refer people to us. And so pretty much everything that comes to us is, is by referral. Now I go and I speak and I'm in rooms and of course we get a lot of business that way as well. Uh, but, but most of the business that uh, comes to us that are long-term clients are people that are referred to us. But I'm not transactional. You know, H&R Block has to do a ton of advertising because they rely on, on those transactions. Uh, people just be brand awareness uh, that they're there. Uh, this is what they do. You're going to come in. You're going to sit down with them for 20, 30 minutes. Uh, you're going to get a, uh, you know, a, a folder with a bunch of papers in it. You, uh, the satisfaction that your returns are done and you leave. You throw it on a shelf at the house and you're done. 
Okay, so there's not the relationship there. So think about your business. A lot of our clients are are in uh, are in uh, are in real estate. And so when I look at our real estate clients, they have to understand, are they a wholesaler? Are they just simply identifying a property, turning around and selling a property? All they, they don't care about necessarily the value to their customer. They really, you know, they're, it's indifferent to them. They're trying to find a house as cheaply as possible, turn around and sell it and uh, make a little bit of a spread. Uh, fix and flippers, uh, fix and retail people, they may, uh, kind of two different categories here. Some truly do care about that, uh, that end person. Others, maybe not as much. They're going to take a house, they're going to fix it up, and they don't care who buys it. Others, they have particular people out they're going to go to and they care about it, especially if they're selling turnkey properties. They care about the person that's buying that property. They want that relationship. They want them to come back and, and see that they had, uh, they had received something of value, and, uh, and they're going to possibly return back to them. Their relationship with their lenders, who, who also is kind of a customer of theirs. Uh, they, they want them to have a particular experience. So as you go about and you make decisions on how you're going to about reaching your, uh, reaching your customer, first of all, understanding who your customer is, and then how do they buy. And that's going to go about you know, determining whether or not you go through and you're placing an ad on uh, the piece of paper that kind of serves as a mat in a local restaurant. Uh, or if you're putting a billboard up, if you're doing TV advertising, uh, if you're putting you know putting a sticker on at a gas station, uh, or if you're uh, going through and uh, and and using social media, uh, understanding how do you go about reaching your customer? Where do they sit? How do they buy? Uh, but before you ever get there, understanding what is the story of your business, what is the story of your client, and then uh, how do you want how do you uh, want them to feel? And then from there. How do you reach them? And of course, there's plenty of market study out there right now to, that you can go about uh, doing the work as far as how do I reach that particular ideal customer. But if you're having the conversations with your customer, you're going to know, and a lot of times they're going to be able to provide you the feedback. If you ask them on why did they buy from you, how did they hear about you, and then when you uh, when you get that information, that's going to really help drive uh, any sort of marketing efforts or advertising uh, campaigns uh, that you may end up uh, directing. Hopefully, this particular podcast brought you some value. I'd encourage you, if you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Belcom Business Platform. And if you're so inclined, leave us a review. Thank you much. Have a wonderful day.